This is Profit Unfiltered with Mark Botha and Ryan Shields. I hope everyone is keeping well. Uh, this is Ryan Shields and uh, Mark Botha from Profits Unfiltered. Hope everyone enjoyed our last uh, episode. Today we are, you know, we were talking about what to cover. And then we looked at the calendar and realized that before we know it, it's going to be holiday season and sale season and online shopping season. And with the global environment that we're in and with the the massive acceleration and adoption of e-commerce over the last three, three to four or five, six months, I personally think that this shopping season and this year will be unprecedented in terms of how much money and how many products are bought online by not only people who are used to shopping online, who you would expect to shop online, but new people who don't traditionally shop online. You know, my kids get gifts in person from their grandparents. That's not going to happen this year. The grandparents are going to send something via Amazon in the mail or something like that. And then there's going to be Especially because they just they learned how to use it, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, and then with that being said, come January, watch the returns and the refund fiasco unfold. <laughs> and with that is going to come a lot of disengagement with your customers. So all the money and everything that you've gone, that you spent in ramping up your sales, if you haven't got all the, the, the right aspects taken care of, you could have a banging holiday season, but then you'll, you have a customer service nightmare, you have a returns and refunds nightmare because you weren't on your game before. So today we want to talk about creating a strategy as you enter the holiday season to be successful and make sure that when you look back, you're not basically identifying all the mistakes you made. You're identifying what you did right and you're improving things you didn't do as, as well as, as, as you could have. Your Q4 marketing plan, but it's yeah. also important to have um, you know, your continuity plan as well. You know, it's all very well crushing Q4, but come January, if you haven't got good customer service and post engagement, you might lose. You might lose a little bit of your um, of your gains. Exactly. You know, and there's obviously a shopping frenzy around this time, and it's going Especially to be prime, very right? prime first week of October. Like before, we had like time because you know Cyber Monday, late obviously late yeah. November, and then we had Christmas and. It was basically like a five-week frenzy. I don't know. What do you think about it? It's going to be almost like a frenzy, not probably, you know, frenzy for Prime Day, which, which is two days. It might be a little bit of a lull, but I feel like it's just going to kind of ramp up because everyone's going to be concerned about getting their stuff delivered on time. Before. Yeah, and exactly. And we don't need to get into, you know, I don't want to step outside of profits, but we have an election this year and there's a, um, you know, our postal service and, and just shipping in general um, is under a lot of stress and bring in a holiday shopping online frenzy and an already kind of delicate, you know, postal infrastructure 
it's going to be very challenging, which, so I guess what I w- wanted to say as well is this is the easiest time to get people's money for your product. But what happens once you've taken their money? What is the experience? How do you unbox the experience of working with your brand and working with your product? And even if there is a refund or a return for whatever reason, you've got to be on your game where that is not necessarily a negative thing for your business. It's an opportunity to engage with the customer and upsell, cross-sell, and build loyalty and maybe making them a customer for life. And it's really understanding, you know, your north, one of your north stars should be what's your lifetime value of a customer. Yeah. And if you're selling widgets and, you know, your average uh, customer acquisition cost is $20 uh, and you're selling a $100 product and, you know, your, your lifetime value of that customer for one purchase is like $10, the more often they purchase, the lower the acquisition cost comes down because essentially if they only purchase once and they never purchase from you again, it was a very, very expensive customer for you to serve and lose and never serve again. I guess in, in some of the, you know, the tips you want to talk about today is like, what, are your, what is your strategy for the holiday season? You want to increase that metric? Do you want to increase sales? Do you want to have better engagement? Do you want to decrease your abandoned cart rate? You want to get yeah. rid of old stock, you know, like what are the things you can do to get rid of old stock? So there's the, the questions that you should you know, ask yourself is really what holidays are we promoting? Yeah. You know, like are, they, are they relevant? Are they are relevant? They relevant? Are your products relevant to them? You know, what are we looking at spending as far as marketing? Yeah. And what kind of content around this should we create to get our goals fulfilled, right? Exactly. So if you're doing a Thanksgiving promotion to drive traffic probably a good idea to have something along a thanksgiving theme you know throw a turkey in an ad or something just make it relevant yeah well and that's the thing i mean there's customers are going to use your content to aid in the decision to purchase your product or not and certainly to come back to purchase your product so you can't have just old content on your website and new products. Sure. You can't yeah. be you can't be a fresh company offering you know you know freshly squeezed orange juice delivered to your door and your blog is three years old. Yeah, yeah. So so tip one, you know, know your goals, know what your strategy is, you know, and kind of get that crystal clear in your mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah the other tip we want to get into is, you know, what are you selling, right? What, what, what channels are we using? You know, Amazon's part of your strategy. Is Shopify part of your strategy? Why well, it's getting a good grasp on where, where, we're going to, where, where are you going to be selling these products? Mm-hmm. And I would say, where did you sell last Q4? How did you do? What data do you have from last year, this time last year? Not only should you be in a better place from understanding your business, we expect, or it's not even expect, it's mandatory that you become a student of your business and learn from prior experiences and time periods. So if you made $10,000 profit last Q4, what else, what else were your metrics? Are you going to do better? How do, you, how do you even get to, how do you achieve exactly the same results? Do you know how you even got there? And how do you take advantage of 
this uptick in e-commerce spending because the way you did it last year, sure, it may work if you rinse repeat, um, but there's a lot there's a lot more factors to consider this Q4 because we are in, in unprecedented times. There is a lot more money being spent online. The demand for luxury goods is is shooting through the roof. And you know, how, how do you get a piece of the action? Because you're not going to get a piece of the action by doing what you did last year. So yeah, so recap, getting choosing your channel, maybe expanding your channel. This is a great time to test different marketplaces. Exactly. You're going to have to increase your marketing footprint and coverage to increase your sales. So across channels, you know, going deeper within channels, going wider across across multiple channels, you're going to have to look at your ad budgeting. So tip three, right? Check your budget. Like what are your yeah, budgets? It, what is your spend? Exactly. How are you managing your, your spend? You know, how are you gauging your spend? Um, again, looking at last year, what did you spend last year on ads and what was your return on ad spend? So essentially you take your revenue divided by your ad spend and that's your return on ad spend. So yep. what does that look like? Don't forget, not only are there more people shopping online, more people selling online. So ads are becoming more and more competitive. There's going to be a lot more noise. There's going to be a lot more snake oil out there for customers to navigate to get to your genuine, authentic product. Yeah. So it's targeted advertising. It's cutting through the noise. It's not being a me too. It's being thoughtful. It's being measured. And it's being detailed on your metrics, which is really the pulse and the vitals of your business. So yeah, so get, get crystal clear on, on your strategy as far as your product listings and your product ads. We spoke about you know, post-purchase customer service, returns, refunds. You know, some products are more involved or some purchases are more involved in high touch than others. If I'm buying widgets for you know, 50 cents a widget, I'm not really thinking about it, but if I'm buying a set of speakers for $500, I'm probably going to want similar to an in-store experience. Let's say Sonos. I'll probably want to chat to someone. So like using either a chat uh, system or we can use some artificial intelligence and have a messenger bot. There's a lot of amazing tools out there where you can tell, at least I can tell that they're not exactly a human but they're very, very close. And I can always go to a human, well, in the right, in the best circumstances, I can always go to a human if I need to kind of get more than that. So it just comes down to communication and support on the way to checking out, during checkout, and post-checkout. And I would say not even post-checkout, it's post-delivery. It's checking in, a week after you know that the product was delivered saying, how did you like the product? How did you like the unpacking experience? I mean, it's leveraging technology, right, to, to make sure your targets are met, right? Using messenger bot and, you know, you know, email sequences and anything that you can do to feel that, to let that customer know that you're there. Tip, tip four is really leveraging technology to make sure you are on target. Yeah, exactly. You know, technology, there's some technology which will help you, you know, identify the targets and identify the KPIs and the metrics. 
but more often than not, it takes you as the business owner, administrator, or the business human to really establish the right metrics and the right measurements and the right vitals for your business and, and understand it. Because if you don't have a good grasp on that, you could be measuring measuring things in your business which have little to no impact. But you know, and we talk about vanity metrics often as like they look really, really good. Hey, you sold sold a thousand dollars today. Great, best sales day ever. Um, but the next metric is you spent two thousand dollars on advertising. Um, so your fulfillment costs ate up fifty percent. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and guess what? Uh, there was a shipping issue. None of your customers got um, got the product, and um, you now have five hundred angry customers who are demanding refunds and putting chargebacks on your business. Um, so yeah, you know, thousand dollar sale, biggest sales day ever, is now your biggest headache. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so that could be. Yeah. The next step is you know know your know your metrics, right? Know your your data points. You know know your your revenue target. Know how much your your marketplaces or which marketplaces are you selling on Amazon. Know what your fees are going to be there. Know what your ad spend is going to be. You should obviously know your cost per now, so you're going to know what percentage that is. Yeah. Getting those dialed in because then, you know Q Q four is all very well and good and um. It's, it's an amazing time for retail, but come, you know, first of January and when the dust has settled and you look back and you go, Oh geez, I killed it in revenue, but my, my margins were slim. You know, yeah. that's all prep work, right? That's all stuff that should have been done probably now prepping so that it's not only um, a massive selling season, but it was also a profitable one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's, let's celebrate profits. Because if you if you wake up January first and you feel like you're swimming in money, congratulations. But money can be drained pretty quickly if you don't have a handle on your costs, and, and suddenly you're you know you're lying at the bottom of the swimming pool, gasping for air. Um, and, and you know, part of that is you know I know for me, I'm probably online more than I ever have been. I know my wife just as a family and and just as kids. You know, even my my young kids now are like. Hey, can, can, Dad, can I just look up this thing on Amazon? Because they're used to going to like Target and looking at toys or, or whatever. But now they're like, oh, I can basically walk the aisles of, of a massive toy store online. And so they're getting, they're getting used to that. But I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of kind of scattered attention from users online. And now more than ever, I have, I'm abandoning more carts. Like I'm adding things to a shopping cart and then I get distracted and I forget. Or I add something to cart and then a site that I, of a competitor that I went to a week ago, they retarget to me, they remarket to me on another site and they offer me a discount. And I was just about to buy from their competitor, but because they were cheaper, but now with, a, with an ad, a remarketing ad, they've come back to me and they've saved the sale. So I'm actually going to buy from them now. So that's, that's all about, you know, that's factoring that into your advertising budget as remarketing because you're not always going to, you know, someone could have very, very strong purchase intent to go all the way through the transaction, but something happens, something distracts them, something prevents them from saying buy now. 
could be the dog barking, could be the baby crying. So you need to remarket to them. You need to have a, an abandoned cart sequence that is well thought out and it's not difficult to do. It just takes time. And that's where also live chat can come in and be like, hey, uh, looks like you're having trouble um, or it looks like you're adding, th- you know, it looks like you're adding, you're having trouble finding this product or, hey, it looks like you're or buying a small and a medium in this. Do you want to buy a large as well? Whatever the case may be. So again, it's, it's communication through the transaction. It's communication if the transaction's getting, got abandoned because you've probably paid for that visitor to come to your site and they were just at the finish line and then they bailed. Yeah. So, yeah. So, get that, get rescue that, that. Get that cart, get that abandoned cart sequence dialed in. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one thing I do on uh, a couple of sites that I run is the concept of push notifications, look up push notifications. It's tremendously helpful. Um, so push notifications are when you go on a website and says, hey, this website is trying to send you notifications. Do you accept? So uh, with those push notifications, if I say, yes, I accept, I'm going to get a little message, a little slider that comes out in my browser that's going to give me marketing updates, brand updates, going to give me shipping updates anywhere I am on that browser. It's tremendously powerful and it's, it's very unobtrusive, unobtrusive as well. Yeah, so look at push notifications, everyone. Um, and then, you know, with that as well is, you know, we spoke about content and there, there's only so many ways you can talk about your product and the features and benefits um, and, and why to buy, but there's nothing better than creating awareness and buzz around content of your product and something like video content. You know, we're in the TikTok generation. So, you know, how do you create something that potentially could go viral? And viral means essentially it just takes on, it it just basically spreads uh, and it gets shared and passed on and all that sort of stuff. So that should really be a part of your, of your, of your content strategy is how do you create a, uh, a loudspeaker for your brand that's targeted and repeatable? and shareable and, and the shareable part of it is very, very important. Why would I share? Why would I comment? You know, if I get 1000 comments on, on a TikTok video or whatever, um, that's a thousand engagements. Yeah. And, and, and a, lot of people, a lot of people think that, Oh geez, I, I, I have to do this video myself. Right. But there, if you go into like, like stuff like Fiverr, there are, I mean, I did this in, in some of our, in our own um, campaigns, I'll just go on Fiverr, find someone on Fiverr that will do like, you know, some of the products we sell are kind of funny stuff or, or there's crafts and, you know, whatever. But you'll find people to do anything with your product. You just tell them what you want and they'll create like some, you know, some funny video or some serious video or some tutorial about something. Well, there's even stock social video content, like, like stock photography. So you can basically buy a clip of a dog have with his head out of a car window with his tongue flapping in his face and then kind of cut to your dog food saying like good food, happy dog, whatever. And you basically just paid like a dollar for that video clip. And, and so, you know, there's so many ways you don't, you don't need to shoot your own videos. You can have someone do it very, very reasonably, or you can basically get stock video footage that's licensed 
it's expert. It looks great. You can have, you know, it's, there's so much good stuff out there. They enable you to self-publish. Like the creative tools on a Facebook ad are amazing. I sell essentially jerky online using Shopify and advertising on Facebook. I haven't needed to take a single photo of jerky because uh, Facebook provides me with professional stock photography of jerky that I can use in my ads for free. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And again, that's just, just leveraging technology, right? Exactly. Don't reinvent the wheel. Uh, where we're heading as where we are um, and where we desire to be is technology and certainly e-commerce is a utility. You just go and you, you, don't, you hook it up and you switch it on. Yeah. And, and, and that's what you want it. That's what you really want it to be. But, you know, imagine using utility, getting the electricity to your house. Imagine that wasn't measured. Imagine that you wouldn't have the vitals and the metrics dialed in for that. Like you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't just you know, plug a main line into your house and say, hey, we're, we're connected. We're good. Like there's a science, there's engineering behind it. And, and you know, you have to engineer your profit. Yeah. And again, coming back to everything that we've talked about today, from knowing your marketplaces to, to feedback campaigns to con- viral content, it's all coming back down to like to making sales, which ultimately leads to your bottom line. So, yeah. you know, making your marketing plan is your overall profit strategy to make sure Q4 and beyond is profitable, right? Yeah. Which kind of brings us to kind of our last kind of tip is the customer service, right? The customer service. It's, it's like a game. It's, it's making sure everyone is having a, a great well, experience in your organization. Right? Exactly. And it's like, okay, um, you're really good at taking my money. You're really good at convincing me and persuading me to take your money. Great job. Yeah. Uh, how am I treated once you have my money? Yeah. And that's, that starts from thank you for your order notification email. It starts with, your, your shipment is on its way. It includes, there's a delay in your shipping. We're very, very sorry. Here's a $10 coupon for your next order as an apology. Or we're going to take care of shipping if you pay for shipping. It's, it's every step of the way. And then it's communication when the product lands on your doorstep. You know, I, I love it that Amazon now, say I get a message saying, hey, your, your uh delivery, your item has been delivered and here's a photo of it on your doorstep. Like the, that Amazon experience. And then, you know, I, I think like the, the unpackaging, the unboxing experience is incredibly important as well. For, and, and that's not just customer service. That's, you know, and, and let's not even call it customer service. It's customer experience all the way through. Yep. And, and then it's all the way to, okay, how do I turn this thing on? How do I... Do I need to charge it first? Like, how, how do I work the product? Mm-hmm. What happens if there's a product issue? All that sort of stuff. I don't and like Again, product. a lot of the stuff is, again, it can be automated. Messenger bots, e- email sequence. Yeah. It's mapping out all of the user journeys of how your customers engage with you from the first pixel to the product return. And everywhere in between is... Okay, product, you know, customer A comes to your site, first time ever. What journey do you want them to follow? Yeah. And where are they in their purchasing mentality? Are they 
in awareness are they in decision making are they in comparison are they whatever the case may be so you know it's being really really granular on and it doesn't have target. to break it doesn't have to break the bank you know if you're a new seller starting out or even uh you know you're killing it it still doesn't have to break the bank you know exactly it's just um it's just the key to customer service is making it easy and convenient for shoppers to to buy and to continue to buy your product yeah and I, I would say if if you're buying a 50 cent widget or a 500 dollar set of speakers the experience i'm not saying should be you know white glove on the 50 cent widgets as, as much as it should be on the 500 dollar speakers but if you want me to keep on buying more widgets from here you you better make me feel special otherwise i'm just going to go to the other widget maker yeah that's it yeah so i i hope you uh got some good notes from today yeah, take what you learned today, write it down, make a plan, make an action plan. And then also, you know, look at next quarter, you know, be ready for Q1. You know, what are the things that, you can, that you're doing now that you can maybe implement Q1? It's always good to be ahead. Yeah, so, exactly. What do you want Q4 to look like in the rear view mirror? And so that you can have a good Q1. And if your Q1 plans have any impact over what you're doing in Q4, maybe you have new product launches that can influence your strategy for what you do for Q4. Maybe you're liquidating a bunch of old product ahead of the new, uh, the new year or whatever. So don't make decisions in a vacuum and you know, look at the bigger picture. Awesome. All right. Well, okay. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. All right. Stay profitable out there. All right. Cheers, everyone. Hey, it's Mark from Profit Unfiltered and I got some news for e-commerce sellers I'm really excited to share with you. For the past several months, Ryan and I have been working on developing a custom-built cross-tracking and reporting app. We're calling it Cellulite. The light is because we're actually developing an entire product suite that will have different levels depending on where you are in your selling journey. But anyway, what Cellulite can do is give you accurate unit prices and cost of goods sold plus invoice tracking and a few integrations that will make your day-to-day life a whole lot easier. So ditch this tedious, time-sucking spreadsheet and finally give your business an accurate picture of your product cost and where that money is going. So to get on the waitlist, all you got to do is go to www.sellerview.com backslash waitlist and be one of the first sellers to get access to Selly. We'll also be posting that in the show notes below, so check that out. So get on the list, be the first to know when it's released. Cheers.